This is Stephen McKee and this is Wisdom's Echo. And today I'd like to talk about the benefits of the fear of the Lord. We just had a a conference, or I was part of a conference in Glasgow, Scotland. And one of the subjects I spoke on was the fear of the Lord. And really felt God moving. And it felt like a door opened over the, the area, the region. And... I'm not going to exaggerate or hype anything up and pretend that it was a mighty move of the Spirit or anything like that. But God certainly opened something and there was something was happening. God was moving and there was certainly and still has an excitement in the Spirit. But one of the messages that seemed to open up this door was this message on the fear of the Lord. And I really believe God wants to emphasise the fear of the Lord and the benefits of the fear of the Lord. And I have spoken about the fear of the Lord on Wisdom's Echo before. So, But this is like part two in a way. This is the benefits of the fear of the Lord. And let me start by reading Psalm 34 verse 7 to 14. And it says, The angel of the Lord encamps all around those who fear him and delivers them. O oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts him. I'll just stop there. The angel of the Lord encamps all around those who fear him. Now, as I said, I've spoken about it before. The word fear actually means terror. It's a, it's a terrible thing. It is a deep reverence for God. It's to hate sin and iniquity and everything in us that is not godly or holy. The fear of the Lord is... Like you won't, you just do not want to disobey God. You don't want to do anything that is disrespectful or dishonouring or sinful or against God's will because you deeply respect Him who is on the throne. He is not just your Papa, He is King. He is the King of Kings, He's the Lord of Lords, and He is the all powerful one. And you deeply respect Him at the very deepest part of your being. You're not afraid of him because he is your God, he is your friend, but you fear him. And for those who do fear him, the angel of the Lord encamps all around you. The angel of the Lord, many theologians have said, was Christ himself who encamps around you. But it could also just be the angelic realm. However that is manifest, the angels of the Lord are released around you, around your life around you to help you fulfill your scroll if you fear him and delivers them and oh taste and see that the lord is good you the goodness of god is released to those who fear him and blessed is the man who trusts him oh fear the lord you saints there is no want to those who fear him there is no lack in other words there is no lack in your life whatsoever financially emotionally psychologically physically in every way There is no lack for those who fear him. There is no want to those who fear him. The young lions lack and suffer hunger, but those who seek the Lord shall not lack any good thing. Come ye children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord can be taught by the Lord. Who is the man who desires life? If you desire life, fullness of life, not just existing but life in all its fullness all its blessing the fullness of life the reason christ died for you and me if you want to live in the fullness who desires this and loves many days that he may see good 
Now this is also part of the fear of the Lord. Keep your tongue from evil. It's very practical. Keep your tongue from evil. If you don't keep your tongue from evil, you do not fear the Lord. And your lips from speaking deceit. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. Now Proverbs 2 verse 3 to 5 says, Yes, if you cry out for discernment and lift up your voice for understanding, if you seek her as silver and search for her as for hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. It is so important in these days to seek out, cry out actually, for discernment. Why? Because God is a God of truth. He is the way, the truth, and the life. The way into the most holy place was the way. It was written on the the wall, the gate. Then you went through truth. Then it was life. You were led to life, but you had to go through the truth to get to life. And if we don't seek God for discernment, we abandon truth. And we must cry out to God for discernment because we fear God. We want to live in the truth, not in a lie, not in deception, not in any idol, not in any mistruth or or even false teachings, false doctrine. You cry out, I fear God so much, I do not want to fall for any demon doctrine or doctrine of demons. And in these days there's plenty afoot. I mean... I've heard people say even recently that if you're a mature son, you don't even need the Bible, the book. You don't even need it. I tell you what, I fear God when it comes to that because I respect God's word. Yeah, there's the translations might not be exactly right and we've got to dig deeper to find the actual translation that is or the the the, the real message that the, the Lord has spoken through his holy apostles and prophets and whoever he writ through or wrote through. But yet, it is God's word. And I fear God. And if anybody tells you that you don't need the word of God anymore, that you don't need the Bible, you turn away and you run as far away as you can from any such teaching because that kind of teaching does not fear God. We must fear the Lord. We must have the fear of God in our lives. We must have holiness in our lives. We must fear him, respect him deeply. Like there's a there's a greater responsibility for those who teach God's word because it is a heavyweight responsibility because we are dealing with truth and truth is important and we must fear him. And we must cry out for discernment. It's, it's important to the Lord. This is his word. And lift up your voice for understanding. Seek her as silver. And search for her as hidden treasures. Then you will understand the fear of the Lord. And it's only when you have the fear of the Lord that comes from discernment. After crying out for discernment that you will find the knowledge of God. You cannot find the knowledge of God if you don't have discernment. If you listen to any wind of doctrine and the latest teaching that's telling you you don't need the Bible or or something else, if you don't fear God, you will not find the knowledge of God. You will not actually find the knowledge, the experiential knowledge of God. In other words, the real knowledge of knowing him. Knowing him, knowing God, truly knowing him, experientially, not head knowledge. You cannot have that. Without discernment, without understanding, and without the fear of the Lord. 
and then you will have and find the knowledge of God. I'm telling you, this is so important. We need discernment in these days. We need the fear of the Lord in these days. Like there's so many teachers came amongst us, if you like, with so many different doctrines of demons. But if you fear God, you will find the knowledge of God. And that's what I want. That's the benefit. That is the benefit that is greater than any other benefit. It is knowing the Lord himself. It is coming into a, a knowledge of the Holy One. Proverbs 22.4 says, By humility and the fear of the Lord are riches and honour and life. Riches and honour and life. If you fear God, you will have riches in this life. Heavenly riches. The riches that are hidden in Christ and inheritance in Christ. But also wealth. And honour, you will be honoured by God, you will be honoured by men, you'll be promoted, you'll have favour on your life and you will find life, life again in fullness, not just existence, not just getting by, not just going through day by day, just working to pay bills, but you will find fullness of life. But it's through humility, not arrogance, not a haughty spirit, but the fear of the Lord, then you will find riches, honour and life. And Psalm 25, 14 says, The secret of the Lord is with those who fear him, and he will show them his covenant. There's a secret of the Lord that's only kept for those who fear God. In other words, if you don't fear God, you will not know the secret of the Lord. And he will show you his covenant. The new covenant. Yeah, you can read it. But he needs to unravel it. He needs to unveil it like the apocalypse, which means the unraveling. He will make it known. He will make it seen. He will enable you to understand the covenant in all its fullness. And to understand the covenant in all its fullness, you also need to know his word. Because he has put his word above his name. His word is eternal. He cannot back out of his word, his covenant. But his covenant is written. It's a written document. And that written document is his word. And we cannot say as mature sons, we do not need the written document. The written covenant. We need the covenant. But he reveals his covenant to those who fear him. And if we don't fear him and we disregard him and his word, because he is the living word, if we disregard the word, the Logos and the Rhema, if we disregard him, that means we do not fear him. And if we do not fear him, he will not show us his covenant. But if we do fear him, and we do fear his, tremble at his word, respect his word, honour his word, then he will show us his hidden covenant. His covenant is there for all to see, but you need the spirit of revelation, the spirit of wisdom and understanding to begin to go deeper to dig deeper to show us the mysteries of God and the mysteries of the covenant and the mysteries of the inheritance that's available for you and for me Psalm 31 19 says oh how great is your goodness which you have laid up for those who fear you there's a realm of God's goodness that is only laid up for those who fear him which you have prepared, it says, for those who trust in you in the presence of the sons of men. So in the sons of men, men will see the favour of God upon you. Men will see the goodness of God upon you. They will see the goodness 
of his mercy and grace and blessings and life and prosperity and success upon you if you fear him, if you tremble at his word, if you respect him deeply, if you do what that that which pleases the God, even when no one's looking. You see, it's all about our motives. What do you do when no one's looking? Do you do the right thing? Do you say the right thing when no one's looking? Do you forgive when it's difficult to forgive? Do you forgive those who hurt you, those who've sinned against you when it's difficult to do? You see, it's all very practical. How do we deal with people? How do we deal with situations in the secret when nobody's looking? And you do it because you fear God, you respect him, and you do it because of him. And when you fear God in secret, when no one's looking, how great is his goodness, which you have laid up for those who fear you. Proverbs 14.26 says, In the fear of the Lord there is strong confidence, and his children will have a place of refuge the fear of the Lord is a fountain of life to turn one away from the snares of death. So there is four things. In the fear of the Lord, there is strong confidence. In these days of shakings, economic shakings, political shakings, wars, rumours of wars, disease, plagues, when you fear God, you will have strong confidence. And his children will have, will have a place of refuge when there's troubles, when there's wars, rumours of wars, plagues, wherever. We will have a place of refuge in the secret place with God, with Christ in God, hidden in Christ. You will be safe no matter what. And the fear of the Lord is a fountain of life. There's that life again, the fullness of life. Absolute fullness of Christ. Your fullness of the inheritance that you have been given through Christ, through the cross. Not of our merit, but because of what he has already done. And he turns us away from the snares of death. So there's no death, no destruction, no decay, nothing negative can hurt us or pull us down because everything works together for the good for those who love God. Psalm 128, blessed is everyone who fears the Lord, who walks in his ways. Proverbs 16, 6 says, in mercy and truth, atonement is provided for iniquity, and by the fear of the Lord, one departs from evil. When you fear God, you will turn away from evil. It enables you, it's like a power that enables you to turn away from evil. And lastly, Proverbs 19.23 says, The fear of the Lord leads to life, and he who has it will abide in satisfaction. He will not be visited with evil. Whatever you're worried about, whatever you're concerned about, whether it's in your job, your employment, whether it's worried about the virus or disease or war, the fear of the Lord leads to life and he who has it will abide in satisfaction. We will have satisfaction from the day we're born to the day we're die, we die. And he will not be visited with evil. No evil will be able to touch you or come near you or visit you. And this is all if we fear the Lord. These are some of the benefits. This is Stephen McKee and this is Wisdom's Echo.